Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. These marriages are not perfect, but all in all, they seem to work. Marriage is an institution for grown-ups. It's like a love-hate relationship. There are no bosses in a modern marriage. He knows he's lucky to have a wife. Here we go then. We're back. Hello, it's episode 151 of Husband and Wife Sentenced to Life, the relationship, marriage, parenting podcast. Recorded in Dubai, the United Arab Emirates. On a very warm morning. It's Simon over here. It's Laura over there. There was a day last week, Laura, when I announced on the radio that it was the summer. You know, like... In the UK, there are definitive days mm-hmm. where you go spring, autumn, yeah, winter. Yeah, but, but well, in the UAE, it's not like that because you get false summers and false winters. You only by the UAE, you only get two seasons here. Yeah, and they are spring and summer. You don't get a winter; you get spring and summer. But there was a day last week when it just went suddenly. Oh, it, what are you doing? Oh, no, I've got achy shoulders. Just so the, so the reason so it went suddenly hot and it's here the Dubai summer is here now it's always fun to say this because we're saying the Dubai summer's here it's going to get ten degrees hotter yeah. in the next couple of months but this is the warning I've, I think I've had forty three well your sexual history is nothing to do with the weather <laughs> <laughs> thanks for dropping it in in the car yeah I uh, back on my cycling yeah I had to do a little bit of um, Rest because I had the operation down near the nuts, <laughs> not a vasectomy. So I had to have one of my operations with that. Don't look any bigger to me. <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> you wish. So I had to rest it. I was a bit nervous because I don't want a rest re- it or just rest the area. I had to rest the area, <laughs> right? Okay, because I definitely do not want that problem coming back again. No, no, you know, as much fun as it all was, <laughs> even with your. Cycling, padding, yeah, well, it's your shorts, yeah, I know, but I'm a big lad, 
So all that, it's a very small seat. Are we still talking about the air? <laughs> no, it's a very small seat and all my weight is concentrated. If you think about it when you're cycling, yeah, all your weight's concentrated on about two square inches seat. Yeah, you've got a very pointy seat, haven't you? Yeah, and that's where the operation were pretty much. Yeah. So I said to the doctor, am I safe to go back cycling? And he was like, give it 10 days. So I gave it a month just to be safe because <laughs> I didn't want it to come back. And in that month... I think I've managed to put a stone back on. Tremendous. So I'm back out cycling. Well, and we had Coronation Day where we... Yeah, we had a bit of a party, out and But I've been back out cycling almost daily. And then I got a puncture. I'm not going to become a cycling bore. I'm certainly feeling it. Like, this is how much I'm feeling the heat. I just want to shave all my hair off. Yeah, you keep moaning about the that. The head. <laughs> Stop going on about me undercarriage. It's so hot when you're cycling. You've got your helmet on. Yes. I wear a headband. It's got, it's called a sweat catcher. It's got a little rubber thing inside the headband and it stops the sweat from going in your eyes. Ah, right? good. So good. I wear that underneath, but obviously that just makes... It's like being in a turkey wrapped in foil yeah. in an oven. Yeah. And as I'm cycling, when it gets really hot and you start feeling... Re- everything feels really close, I just want to take everything off my head. Yeah. So to the point of, I was going to shave my hair off a couple of weeks ago and you went, don't do that until your face is a bit thinner. <laughs> can't believe you said that Look at you got caught out by yourself there, didn't you? I wish I had a photograph no, of your face then. Right. Now, that's not quite how it went. <laughs> it's exactly. I think you said it a bit nastier. I've no, tried to I make didn't. It... No, I didn't. No, I didn't. I think you said your face is too fat to shave your no, head. No, I didn't. I said, wait till you've lost a little bit of weight again. All right. Yeah. That's Innuendo. That. What exactly did you mean? Well, I mean, look, I've got the world's roundest fat face and I've got a fringe on top of it. Nearly every day, if the photograph is taken of us, be it a candid photo at home, a photo for one of his quizzes, every single time the photo gets posted. I posted one the other day. It's on my Instagram. It's a picture of me, you and Honey. Honey is leaving school. I don't know what it is, but the angle, I look huge. It's like I'm all... (laughs) Puffed forward, so I look really fat. We're in Sri Lanka. I think we might be drunk. It's one of them sort of afternoons in the sunshine, sitting on Unuatuna Beach. I'm worried about me um, bingo wings now. I didn't have any then. Everybody is their own worst critic in a photograph, right? And everybody says how beautiful you are, you know. But let's be honest, whenever we take a photo, which one of us looks fat? Which one of us looks the worst in the photos? The camera lies. (laughs) <laughs> you know that old saying the camera lies oh look it's so annoying it's so annoying i went for a run as well this morning this is what we're saying about the heat anyway yeah. because i went out this morning at about 25 to 6 in the morning because yeah. it's so hot now and then by the time i came back i thought oh, god i want to get back before you and betsy went to school yeah and i came back and you got the lycra on and betsy had not yet gone I could see you'd got that so, and I'm the same when I need to exercise. You're like a, a lion pacing around a cage. <laughs> so I was like, do you want me to take Betsy Pearl to school so you can go for a run? And I don't know if you did, but I thought that forces you to go for a no, run. No, I did. I did want you to, but because that's the thing. Because since your operation, I've been doing double school runs in the yeah. morning. And by the time I get back, because that's... Can be an hour and a half in car. More sometimes, depending yeah. on traffic. So, you know, if I've been in the car an hour to two hours every morning, the last thing I want to do then is go for a run because I've got stuff to do. And yeah. it just... So, Honey, we'll go on to, to that in a minute, but it was her last day of school on Friday. So she's the long run in the morning. Hers yeah. is the hour round trip to her school. We didn't. We don't have to do it anymore. So I, I thought, right, 
I've got no excuse now. I've got to put it on. Yeah. And there we are. So, so I've just got back from taking Betsy Pearl to school, which she was so much fun in car this morning. I absolutely loved it. And um, I noticed a, a Dubai icon had gone. Maybe we should mention that at some point. But I came back and you're sitting here as you are now with your sweaty jogging bra on. It's got like <laughs> the salt stains on it. <laughs> it's difficult to make. Oh, yeah. I don't want to be overtly sexual, but you know, I'm a man. That's a bit of the body you're supposed to like as a man. Very difficult when on, you love them only on, on you, on specifically you, yes. nobody else. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> Didn't even know other people had them. Yeah. <laughs> but obviously I love them. Difficult to make them look bad. I would say salt-stained 15-year-old <laughs> jogging. What's that called? That is it a sports bra? Yeah. But yeah. That's the kind of thing you can sell to perverts on... Oh, special oh, specialist it's... websites for a lot of money, Laura. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure there are. No, I genuinely. <laughs> I'm telling get... you. Oh, Goodness. They've got a bit bigger since the last war. Right, come on. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's, I'm, I'm squashed. Again, you've not been eating well. <laughs> and it all seems to have concentrated on your fat squirrel face. <laughs> <laughs> all right. This is all set up so far. The last thing I thought we were going to be doing this morning is a podcast. It's Monday morning. I've normally got me heading to me work. And you were like, should we do a podcast? Now, I want to say that the last time we came in to do a podcast was a week last Sunday. Yeah. Which was the 7th of May. The day after the coronation. The day after coronation. We're going to do a coronation special. We started arguing with about five minutes of the <laughs> podcast starting. Hey. <laughs> I smacked the desk a few times. You got a bit, yeah, a bit cross. Yeah, and um, we didn't speak for rest at day. So that's why there's oh, not been a podcast. Sheffield then. Yeah, I got fit rest at didn't day. Didn't speak rest at day. Mm. So yeah, so we're back in now anyway. Well, it is a relationship podcast after all. Well, I'll tell you what really peed me off about it is. <laughs> I'd come in saying, God, such a great coronation day. You know, we got to see a bit of history. I, whether you're into the coronation or not, that's your business, right? But... For me, it's just the history aspect, you know. So when my kids are 50, 60 years old, they'll tell their kids and grandkids, Yeah, you won't remember your nanny and granddad, but we did the coronation, we played some fun games and we made all this cooking and everything. So I'm like coming in to say, we well, had a great day. The second I started talking, you were like, you never got up and got a drink for anybody. <laughs> and within about five <laughs> minutes, we're rowing about something I was going to be positive about. Oh, I don't think it's water under bridge, so I don't want to ruin <laughs> this we, one. We, so we've yeah. done 10 minutes already. <laughs> <laughs> Honey has, for all intents and purposes, finished school. Yeah. She's now into what's it called, the bit where you have... Study leave. Study leave, right. Well, last week was mental week. Betsy had her end of primary school graduation. So she had that on a Monday night. She did a little head, did head a, girl oh. speech. God. She did lovely. It was lovely. Beautiful. Tuesday, we did a quiz. Yeah. Then on the Wednesday, Betsy had her prom, which you were DJing at. Well, let's say we, because you were there as well. You did, We did a lot together. So it was in a hotel. It was in a ballroom. I've got to say, the teachers had done a grand old job setting that place up. Yeah, they did it like um, the Oscars. So they had red carpets. They had like paparazzi. They it was had really... photo boards of the first year when they were all babies and stuff on the way in. Yeah. And it was a proper ballroom set up. And at the end, they had a dance floor and we had a little set. We took us lasers. I'll tell you what, if you want to feel like a magician, get a smoke machine. <laughs> Kids do not understand what a smoke machine does or where it comes from. Every time I stood my foot on me for smoke machine... It was like magic had happened in the room. Oh, the kids were fantastic. Literally, from the moment they got there, they were dancing. So 10, 11-year-olds, this is, just going mental. Yeah. They, they really had a good time. It was fun. I have got, possibly, without exaggeration, over 300,000 songs. 
Yeah. On a hard drive yeah. that attaches to me decks and I can DJ weddings, bar mitzvahs, funerals. <laughs> I got asked to do an Arabic Arabic wedding. wedding. I don't know if I could DJ that. I could get it. You wouldn't know what the popular ones are. Well, that's the thing. You'd have to do your research. Here's how many songs I actually needed for DJing at that kid's prom the other night for nine, ten years old. Five. Three songs. Yeah, well, five at a push. Every time we played a song, there were just about ten kids that stood there going, put never going to give you up on. Put never going to give you up on. How funny, though, that they that... go mental. I can remember that song coming out. And me and my friends were around my house. You must have been young because I think I must have been... When did it first come out? I would say 85. 85? Maybe 86. This is live Googling here. Never gonna give you up. Here we go. It came out in 87. 87. So I was 16. Uh, well, coming up to 16. 15, 16 when it came out then. The, oh, maybe it wasn't that song then. Because I was thinking I did a dance to that song. Of course. I can remember doing a dance yeah. to that song. In, just in my living room by myself. But I thought it was that song that me and my friends were dancing to in, in my living room. And my friend, who was, was quite tall, jumped, never going to give you up. And smash, smash the light. Smash the light. Oh, you've been framed. But now classic. I'm wondering, could it have been Yaz? The only way is up. Could have been that song. Was that a bit later? So, yes. Mm. Any song that's got the word up in or jump around or jump. Yeah, I think because it was early 90s. So I think yeah. it's more likely to be Yaz. Mm-hmm. But I yeah. definitely did a dance to Never Gonna Give You Up. But how funny that however many years later, these kids are going mental for that song. Rick Rowling. Rick Rowling. Rick Astley must not. He can't believe he's born, <laughs> by the way. I mean, I love Rick Astley. I've always yeah. loved him. He's a lovely fella. Uh, not only that, he did have more songs. I like all the singles he released back in the day, but <laughs> he must not know he's bored. It's like Slade, isn't it? Slade had a good few songs, but let's be honest, yeah. they're living off that Christmas song every year when absolutely, that check comes absolutely. in. Absolutely, We've worked together at so many different nights. Yeah. Some great, some awful. Yeah. It's the easiest gig I've ever done as far as... Enthusiasm. Easy to please crowds, right? Yeah. And then However, we did two hours. We were on by nine o'clock, which for a DJing gig is a dream come true. Yeah. Kids jumping around all night, dream come true. I had to take two broofing when I got home. <sighs> I was in agony. I'm like I'd done a prize fight. Can you see, though, how exhausting teaching must be? I don't know how they do it. Genuinely. It is such an exhausting job. I see the teach, And by the way, the teachers were all amazing. Yeah. But I get that little... Compared to me, for instance, can be a little bit uptight sometimes. And I'm like, chill out, the kids are just having a good time. And then I'm like, yeah, I get it. You have to be, don't you? I'm doing this for two hours a year. (laughs) You're doing it as a full-time job. And you can see why a lot of teachers, me included, you like to get drunk on the weekend. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've carried it on 20 years after teaching, though, haven't you? Yeah, so then then that was the Wednesday. Wednesday. So so far we've done something every night. Thursday night we're doing another quiz. Yeah. Which was good for... At the Cheeky. I was so tired. If anybody who comes to our quiz <gasps> listens to this podcast, I was horrible. You were rude. You were rude. just rude. There was but normally I'm rude, but I do it with that little cheeky glint yeah. in the eye. I just was rude to everybody. I had to go around and apologise. Yeah. The thing is, like, the regulars there were laughing at it because they know, you know, sometimes you're grumpy and, and they know. it's part of the shtick. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. But some of these new people, I'm thinking, oh, what if they think that's you? They think we've come for a night out here and we are just getting stripped down, (laughs) verbally stripped down. And that beautiful girl that came up to play the the play cards right game. And you're like, what have you come as? Could have made an effort. She got a sweatshirt on, which is trendy. But I always like to have a comment ready. I have so, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. You've got to have a, a, a bullet in the barrel. And, and if if she knew you, she'd know that you prefer a girl to be dressed down. You're, you're not into... To be honest, it was a bit of a common. Uh, no. <laughs> you, you... I was dressed like, because I was so tired, I'd just got a crappy old black t-shirt on, dad combat shorts, so I looked a state... So when I said you could have made an effort, yeah. th- the joke was she looked way better than me. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. The previous week a man came up and he'd got like, what do you call it, like running, not not lycra shorts, but like runner shorts. And I'm like, you, you come straight from gym, have you, mate? You could have put some trousers. Yeah. So I was just doing that. But, she, but then she said, well, I was dressed up last week and nobody else seemed to be. So I, I didn't bother this week. And then you I went, well, I don't remember you. Did I? Yeah. <laughs> I apologise to her at yeah. the end, you know, when, yeah. when we're exchanging numbers. <laughs> Stop it. I'm joking. You won't remember I'm sat here. It's the only time I can get away with it yeah. when there's this much in between us. So, yeah, Thursday night was exhausting again. Yeah. Then Friday. Then Friday was, it was from start to finish, was manic. Drop well, off. it was Honey's, this is her last day of school. Ever, yeah. Yeah. They did everything on one day like idiots. So, they had prank day, which is when they do pra- I don't like it because... Prank day to me is the teachers have no idea what the kids are going to do. Well, it did used to be like yeah. that. It was a now bit it's more... like government sanctioned prank day, so they have to actually hand in all the pranks. Off, yeah, you have to hand in your pranks in writing. They used to do things like putting the lockers in the middle of the field, like like Stonehenge, blocking the corridors, yeah. blocking the classrooms, burning down the sports hall. Yeah, yeah, Brilliant. yeah. right, laugh. Yeah, it's been toned down. So anyway, Honey got a lot of compliments from the she worked on SLT about how well it was organised. So yeah. that, that was down to Hun. Then they had their Guard of Honour, which they brought in a few years ago. Leah was the first year they did it. Yeah. It You've was, got to take ownership of this. You suggested it. I did. And and to be fair, Mike, who who, who sets it up each year, he, he knows that. He, 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 he let me claim <laughs> it. He'll never admit it. No, anyway. he did. He did. I said it's our, it's our thing. So the Guard of Honour is everybody, parents, teachers, younger kids, all line the corridors and the fields and stuff like that. And the leavers walk through. They play We Are The Champions or something. Everybody we, claps. Everyone just stands outside the classroom clapping and like you do as on a parade. So that's what it was. And then this year they had drummers at the front as well. Um, which was really nice and oh I got me little yeah here it comes by the time they got to the parents because obviously the parents are the last people they get to yeah the kids were in floods really because the video you sent me didn't give that away I was like this looks a bit rubbish well, this year. An, if you look at the person who did the actual video that was following them around if you, you'll see there's a bit where because honey's quite near the front because obviously she was yeah. empty head girl so, they, so they've got a couple of her mates just crying oh, I need then to see that honey, video then, and it's all her group are just they're all just bawling their eyes out it's so it, 
it's sweet. It's sweet, but it's it's heartbreaking at the same time because it's a it's a huge thing. They've been at school for fifteen years, and then to suddenly it's like that's it. And for those guys, it's not just that school's finished. It's not like it's like right now we're all off to uni and we'll yeah. we'll meet you down the pub. Well, they're becoming expats. They, they, they've ne- they're now leaving the country, and some of these people they'll never ever see again. You know, so it's a huge yeah. thing that they're going through. So it was really emotional. Then after that, they all had to rush home, get ready for prom night. Yeah. So we had a little shindig at ours. Mm-hmm. And about, what, eight or nine of them, ten of them turned up here. Yeah. You'd laid on a, not a buffet, but just a little side. Pizzas, yeah. sausage rolls, bottle of fizz. And we did some photos from and off. They went in the limo to the prom. Yeah. Honey didn't come back till four, four o'clock in the morning. Four a.m., which meant I was awake till four a.m. Yeah. Because obviously that's what mums do. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I, would, I was going cycling the next morning, so I'm like, noise cancelling headphones in, <laughs> panned all night. I am not, I'm like uh, a bear. Honey, honey's like, why did you stay awake? Don't get it. Yeah, she will do when she has kids. When Leo first went to uni and he was going out, if I knew, oh if I knew he was going out, I still was like awake. And then I'd be like, can you just let me know when you get in? Obviously, eventually I got out of that. But I think that's the latest Honey's ever got in. So, Well, the nerds, which she's part of, they <laughs> the get nerds. to get, well, they are though. Yeah, lovely nerds. And I'm saying it with affection. Yeah. Every time they get together, she'll say, I'm going to a party. Yeah. And I'll tend to drop her off at six o'clock, which is no time for a party to start. And about half past nine, I'll get a ring, can you come and get us? (laughs) And I'll pick her up. And I'm like, "Uh, what state are you in then? We played Monopoly. And, uh, <laughs> you know, we shared a Bacardi breezer. <laughs> really? Really? You know, I woke up in Andorra. I went to a party and woke up in Andorra. <laughs> so that was Friday. But Friday night we stayed in. Obviously, we stayed up late for Honey to come back, but it was it was the first time we seemed to have had a night off in ages. And it was so nice. Yeah, well, it was, again, and because it's been but such an exhausting. emotional day, it was so, yeah. We went to bed. We must have gone to bed about nine o'clock. Yeah. Saturday, I want to mention this quickly. We went to see the Super... I don't know what the film's called. Is it just called Mario Brothers or the Super Mario Brothers? I don't know what it's called. No idea. No idea. But it's the Mario film, which Betsy has been asking to see for about a month. Yeah. And I thought, there's no... She's so busy and yeah. we're so busy. There's no way I'm getting this across the line because you hate going to the cinema. So I'm like, I'll take her. But I knew that wouldn't fly either. <laughs> no, it's not that. It's not, I don't mind you taking it, but then I feel bad that, you know, as you say, Betsy never gets to do social stuff yeah. because she's always so busy with performing arts that I didn't want to miss out on doing something with Bets. Yeah. Well, she was so excited on the school run this morning to tell her friends about it. So we won. Aww. And I paid 100 dirhams a ticket. Right. Which I didn't tell you about because I knew you'd go mad. I paid for the biggest <laughs> screen which is called Roxy Extreme. It's this mental, huge screen. Yeah. Biggest one in the MENA region, apparently, which is Middle East and North Africa. And this cinema brags that every seat is a recliner. Yeah. I knew going in, due to how exhausted you were, that I had paid 100 dirhams for you to have a sleep in a nice <laughs> armchair. <laughs> oh, I only had about 10, 15 minutes. Hey, that is... If you could tell younger you what cinemas are like now... But what Incredible. I will say, Minachos. Oh, well, we did, there's going to be a disparity here. I have to declare that Roxy Cinemas is part of my brand. Oh, right, okay. They're part of our company. So, and I'm not saying this because they are, because I will complain when I need to complain. This is the first time, the last time I was at Roxy Cinemas was for the launch. I did my show from live yeah. on launch day. Our seats had tables. That's how posh this cinema yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. We had Lazy Boy chairs, recliners, yeah. and they waiters 
delivered the nachos. Which that side of it sounds lovely. Yeah. However, I will say that we waited 45 minutes for the nachos. And you went and complained and they said the chef's preparing them and you're like, you came back and you went... What do you have to do to prepare nachos? I was like, this na- the nachos are prepared. But when you get them in a normal cinema, you get your nachos and then they've got that little moulded plastic thing where you've, yeah, got, yeah. you've got your, well, I like to call impossible cheese because it seems to come from no cheese I've ever seen before. Yeah. Nacho cheese, your jalapenos and your bit of salsa. Sometimes a bit of guac. Well, this turned up and it was as gourmet as gourmet nachos can get. <laughs> So they're in a box. Yeah. They've got melted cheese on, cherry, cherry tomatoes, which you'd never get on nachos. They've got all sorts on them. Oh, uh, they've got, but this is the thing. I was so disappointed. They've got olives on, which I can't stand. They've got onions on, which... Onions on nachos no, at the cinema. No, I ask you. Right. There's some things I don't mind onions on, but not on my nachos. I love so it. So I then spent bloody 10 minutes picking, picking all my bits you know off. You and I'd said to you that I had a stress dream about taking you to the cinema. Once it was agreed that we were going, I'm like, she's going to bloody ruin this for me because I love the cinema. And all I wanted to do, I thought, no offence, I didn't want you to come because <laughs> I wanted to spoil Betsy Rotten, pay for biggest screen, get every snack on earth <laughs> in the queue to get the uh, confectionery. I'm like, right, so I'm going to have uh, crispy M&Ms, some Maltesers, some nachos, caramel popcorn you went um i don't think you need all this and i turned around and i went don't you spoil this for me <laughs> like that. and i think you knew because you never backed down and i think you saw the wolf because no. <laughs> hey. i'm like i said i've not been to the next cinema. time you ask me if you want to shave your hair and i say that now you know you know like i'm just trying to time and a place yeah but we can just you know take it back a little <laughs> unbelievably the mario brothers film was brilliant now I'm a cinephile, we both are, we like arty films, we like films that give you a bit of meaning. I am not a Mario fan. Yeah. I didn't play Nintendo as a kid, I had a PlayStation. I've not grown up around the myth of Mario. More recently, we've got the Nintendo Switch and we play a lot of Mario games, but it's just a computer game to me. Manic Miner was my bro, Uh, so (laughs) some of you is going to get that. I didn't have that attachment to it, or at least I didn't think I did. Well, I did. I loved it. Yeah, it was all right. It was all right. Well, for you to say that is like a 10 out of 10 from most people because for you to come out of a computer-generated kids' film... No, no, I I like kids' films, but the trailer for this one doesn't do it justice. No, I I didn't think the trailer did it. Well, the trailer made me think it was going to be as bad as everyone said. Everyone said the kids absolutely love it, but there's not much in it for adults. Yeah, well... I actually disagree. I think there was, and especially at the beginning, um, I think there was quite a few, you know, things for adults to remember. And you made a comment in this film that I need to pull you up on. You said... (laughs) I know what you're going to (laughs) say. It's got Jack Black and Seth Rogen in. Yeah. To quote you, same person. Why do you need them both in a film? And I thought one of them was um, Zach... Galifianakis. Again, same person. Oh, all three of them, same people. I love them. I love them all. But they all do the same shit. No, they don't. Yeah, they do. No. They do. Jack Black is rock legend, rocker, singer, screamer. Yeah. Seth Rogen's just a stone away, a funny laugh. Yeah, but However, he was good in The Fablemans. They all all get typecast, the funny, funny character. They've all got, like, similar look. They've all got, like, a... Oh, my God, a similar look. Yeah. (laughs) Jack Black's got a massive grey beard and long hair. Yeah, they've all got beards. They've all got beards, all three of them. All all of them are, like, little, like, sort of 
roundish, bearded, and I love them. Like this, not this is not me putting them down, but they all all get typecast. That you know the. I tell you, I couldn't pick out in it. The princess was the queen's gambit. Yeah, I uh, which she was fine. She was great in it. I, I could have not hear. Her. I wouldn't have yeah, picked but, her for that role. But knowing what you know about her, I could not. No, because I don't know what she sounds like. It didn't sound like her, but also I don't think I would have cast her for that role. There's there's people that I was imagining. I thought she was great though. I mean, again, for for me, I'd give it an eight out of ten. So for a kids' film to get that, really enjoyed yeah. it. Seth Rogen's my favourite of the three, by the way. Oh, Zach Galifianakis is. I do like Zach. Like. Yeah, <laughs> but it's a weird comment to make in a kids' animated film when you're only <laughs> listening to the voices. <laughs> <laughs> like I didn't know it was Seth Rogen until he did his <laughs> laugh. <thing>. The laugh. <laughs> yeah. Um, we were back out quizzing yesterday. We did a brand new quiz, uh, which is a Sunday roast quiz at McGettigan's JLT. Which actually, I don't think any of either us had the energy for. Yeah, and it, it, it was busy. All right. It was busy, and again, great crowd, great crowd. But yeah, it's been a week, and we were kind of like we were dead. Yeah. Well, this is how dead we were. We love Eurovision. And we were like, we are staying up to watch Eurovision. Yeah. Which started here at what? 11. 11 p.m. Yeah. I think we were asleep at 20 to 9 that night. Really? So I still have not seen a minute of it. (laughs) I don't know. I've not even heard any of the songs from Eurovision at all. I don't think I'll get around to it. Um, That's episode 151. Bit of a catch up. The Hellish Week episode. Is that what you're calling it? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. We'll put some details and links of this and that in the uh, podcast description. We'll be back sooner rather than later. Yes, yes. By the way, thanks to everyone who keeps listening because we've not recorded one for about three weeks Mm -hmm. and we've stayed in the charts. So that means a lot of people are listening, which is a lovely thing. Yeah. I really appreciate that. So we'll see you next time. Bye. The end. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.